The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's What's an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about the overlap between user experience and SEO. Joining us today is Joe Ford, who is the head of SEO at Organic, which is a full-service agency that works with brands like Samsung, PricewaterhouseCooper, and HSBC to create seamless, enjoyable, and engaging experiences for customers, employees, and other stakeholders using digital technology and the insight of experts because they believe in digital for good. Yesterday, Joe and I talked about teaming up with your UX team to make an impactful change. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about goal alignment with your partners and user experience. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Joe Ford, head of SEO at Organic. Joe, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Oh, yeah, good to be back. Excited to have you back on the show. Happy to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we were talking about how UX and SEO should be buddies. We should all, you know live in peace and harmony and sing kumbaya. And a lot of that has to do with the user experience and SEO being more blended now than ever before. When the UX team is building a site, they need to think about their site structure. That's something the SEO team needs to help them with. We're all prioritizing mobile as our first and primary experience. And even down to site experience, now the user experience is impacting SEO results because of Google's adoption of core web vitals. So I guess the question for me is, all right, we're going to have to be buddies with user experience as the SEOs in the room. How do we actually partner up with our user experience team and and how do we gain alignment and get on the same page? Yeah, so it's one of those things, I think, where we do an empowerment program and we do that with all of our clients where we try and make 
everyone aware of SEO. We do like an SEO 101 course that we try and get everyone on and then follow that up with sort of a 102 bit more advanced and then start doing some sessions of content for SEO and uh, product for SEO and stuff like that. So we try and make everyone a little bit SEO and try and get everyone on our side. Um, One of the good things, I guess, about SEO is you can almost gamify it a little bit because you get the whole rankings thing. So if you've got a person that's just a content writer, they're churning out some stuff and they don't really ever get to see what happens with that. And maybe they get a report back every six months going, yeah, you're doing a great job. When we talk to them and get them to go on a, a content for SEO course or something like that, we show them how important it is and how you can do the reporting on it. And then they can realize they're looking at some keywords to work with. And then they go, great. And then they're looking up those keywords after and going, I'm ranking really well. This is great fun. And so that's a good way of getting everyone slightly into SEO. So I understand that in general, working with your cross-functional partners, there's an underlying education. And you mentioned, hey, content creators, shared metrics, shared value. If you modify your content using these strategies, you will see tangible results and you will be more successful at your job. More rankings, more visibility, more visibility, more clicks, more credit, more money. User experience, you know, the question is, well, how do you tie the two of those together? And so SEOs are supporting user experience and vice versa. When you're working specifically with the UX team, what are the ways that you're showing that considering SEO creates value for them? Yeah, so for me, it's um, for the first bit. So yeah, going back to what I was saying, it's getting them to understand a little bit of where we're coming from, what the SEO is, working with that. Once they've got that, then it's trying to find common goals. And so there's a lot of things, both for SEO and UX, that would would be the same goal, essentially. So you've got, I don't know, say they're trying to come up with the titles for when they're going along as a new site build. And they said, right, we need to have this area, this area, this area. And then the UX person is saying, okay, I don't think that we need to call, we should call this a particular thing. I don't think that works. And they've come to us quite a lot of the time and said, you guys can do that whole keyword research thing, can't you? I mean, we do a version of keyword research where we'll just see, I don't know, from user testing, what is maybe something that people understand, but you can get that on a massive scale. So they'll come to us with some keyword research requests, say, what's the best things that we should be calling this area? And we can work them on that. And it's finding those common goals finding those common areas that we can work on and getting the outcomes that we want. And I think that's the main thing is use almost using each other to get those outcomes. So like we were talking about yesterday, neither UX or SEOs like interstitials and ads on a page, but it can be quite hard to get rid of them. But if we're using each other, we can use some metrics from SEO, some metrics from UX and both go out a job together and get some change happening. And at the end of the day, for a lot of the UX stuff, it's about getting that change to happen and being able to be confident that you've created one of the best sites that you can. And I know it's definitely within our team, it's a sense of pride when they're looking at a site and they're going, this is such a good site, maybe put it in for some awards. And it's not just a, I don't know, a design award. It's a 
a usability award. It's an accessibility award, stuff like that. I ran into this problem when we were relaunching the MarTech podcast website where we were thinking about our site structure. We're thinking about how to title some of our pages. And it's a podcast website. And we ended up doing some keyword research to figure out if the URL structure needed to match the navigation in the homepage. You click on the podcast link in the top of the, you know, in the main navigation, does it need to bring you to a subdirectory that is podcast? And as it turns out, people don't search for podcasts that are very specific long tail keywords. They're searching for the keyword episodes. And so we have a link that goes to podcasts, but the directory it's linking to is episode slash whatever the episode title is. And to me, that was a conversation between our internal UX team me and our internal SEO team. Also me. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. But obviously on a larger scale, that conversation can be a little bit more challenging. When you're working with larger brands, how do you think about getting the UX team and the SEO team to communicate if they aren't already? Yeah, so this this is something that we've we've been working on a lot. So we work with a company called Sainsbury's over here. It's a big grocer, uh, kind of, I don't know, like your Walmart or something like that. Um, one of the biggest around here. And they obviously, they've got a massive, massive amount of people that work for them. And so getting to the right people and talking to the right teams can be a struggle. There's quite a bit of turnover as well in a company that sort of size. And so eventually you make a friend finally in one of the teams. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm leaving soon. You're like, oh, no, <laughs> I've only just made this friend. Um, but it is it is a hard one. And it's it's hard to do quickly. I think it's uh, from an agency side, it can be very hard as well because agencies do get turned over quite a lot. And we're very lucky that we've been working with them for around five years now, which is a long time. And it means that we're very well trusted in there. So when we say something, people actually do listen to us. And when we're moving between the teams, there's always someone that's worked with us before. And so I would say it's that trust thing that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. 
But eventually, once you've gained that trust, it makes it a lot easier. And we can contact someone on a team that we do know, and they'll put us in touch with someone else that's working on it and go, hey, these guys want to chat with you. I've worked with them before, really knowledgeable. Let's work at this together as a team. And unfortunately, I don't think there are any real shortcuts to that. It's hard work, a lot of graft and a lot of time to get that trust. And you've got to do some some big jobs and some big changes. I think sometimes there could be SEO working in a little bit of a silo, just doing churning out some keyword phrase content and no one really knows what you're doing. But luckily, we've been involved in some very big migrations for them which has meant we've got in front of a lot of big people and it's gone very well. And we've been one of the core teams involved in it. So therefore people know our name and people start trusting us. And I think that's, that's essentially what it is. And yeah, unfortunately it is one of those things where you can't shortcut that. Well, I think that there's the question of finding the right person that you need to be collaborating with. There's building trust and rapport. Obviously something goes without saying that's, with all of your cross-functional partners, something that takes effort and time. Then there's also the question of shared metrics. We talked yesterday about the site structure, about the need for a focus on mobility and also Google's launch of Core Web Vitals, how we're blending user experience and SEO. Uh, Highlight some of the core metrics and how SEOs can help the UX team achieve their goals. Yeah, so I think as an SEO, you tend to become... The analytics guy as well. I mean, in some, in big businesses, they have analytics teams that are very intelligent and do their own thing. But on a lot of sites, the SEO will be the person probably in charge of the Google Analytics and analytics setup. And what I've found is, and I'll probably get a lot of hate mail now from UX people, but what i found is the UX guys probably don't really do the analytics thing that much. And so when you start showing them like we, we do the analytics with the SEO guys, but it's not just looking at this is what's come from Google. We can see the journeys right through the, the site. And when you start showing these user journeys to some UX guys, especially if they're newer people that are just getting into it and that, you see their eyes just go, whoa, this is invaluable. Why have I not seen this before? And I think one of the things that SEOs can do really well and should do more and more is data sharing. We've got so much data at our hands from the analytics, which is full site-wide stuff, but then from the very specific SEO tooling that we can use. So Search Console, even though it's just Google-related stuff, it's super important for a lot of that. It tells you a lot of the core web vitals stuff, and it does it on mass compared to maybe looking at one or two things in Lighthouse. And then you've got other tooling that is that's super useful and gives us just reams and reams of data. So you've got all of your your SEMrushes, your mozes and stuff like that, that can give invaluable data. I think that that's the key component here. When you're talking to your UX team, often they are working on judgment. They're using more qualitative than quantitative data. And SEO metrics can be very powerful to user experience team. You mentioned doing the keyword research. I use the example of titling a subdirectory episodes instead of podcast. You can look at some of the SEO related site speed and performance metrics, your core web vitals. Those are things that are incredibly valuable to your user experience team. So there is more collaboration between user experience and SEO than ever before. And making sure that your user experience team is not only aware of the data, 
but that you're also guiding them on how to use it. To me, that is the easiest way to start to build trust with your user experience team. Try to build that relationship so you can get involved earlier in some of the decisions when you're talking about, well, how do we structure our site? Some of the other things that SEOs should be involved in that they might not be on a day-to-day basis. So Joe, I appreciate you walking us through some of the overlap between UX and SEO and talking about how the SEO and UX teams can be better partners. Thanks for coming on and being our guest. No problem. It's been good fun. It's been good fun. I enjoyed it. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Joe Ford, head of SEO at Organic. If you'd like to get in touch with Joe, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Loxley, L-O-X-L-E-E. Or you could visit his company's website, which is theorganicagency.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, or you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast, podcast feed in addition to part two of our conversation with joe ford from organic we're going to publish content every day during the work week so hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day all right that's it for today but until next time remember the answers are always in the data 